Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. The trifecta, the Triforce, the tripod is here. I am your host, Doug Eddy, along with James and Tyler. We are all back in the building together forming Voltron to talk about a fun, a really fun Week 10, not only for fantasy purposes, but for real-life football purposes. There was five finishes all decided on last-minute field goals, which is what we want. We want close games. We want fun, competitive, high-scoring games. And we got a few of them, so I am pretty psyched about that. James, how's things going over there in Joyzy? Everything's great. Great weekend. Great games of football. Happy you to be a, here. You have a new camera angle. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, figured. I, I upgraded. I added a screen and uh, put my camera on top of that. Give it a little I bit figured. of a wider angle. The like DeVito's it. in town. He's got to change things up hey. like the Giants. Hey, the, the DeVito. DeVito, the two-touchdown DeVito. With, yeah, DeVito can't came break up 200 today. yards, but uh, he did get two touchdowns. I made Tyler laugh. That's all I wanted DeVito to do. DeVito came up short. Nice. DeVito came hey, you guys, Tyler. I just made a trade. I just traded for Marvin Mims. It just went through. What'd you give up? In a league we're all in. Jake no. Ferguson and a second. A 25-second. Okay. Your 25-second, Doug. So we all know it's just you and me in the league pretty much. So <laughs> Wait a be. minute. It used to be. I'm, I'm suffering this year. But no, well, that's a fun trade. I think that's a good trade. Tyler, uh, you're so one of two of your teams won this week. The the, the Falcons, unfortunately, lost. Um, and, But your Minnesota good. Vikings, good. Josh, Josh Dobbs season. Justin my, Jefferson's like, can I get back like next week? Yeah, my please. The funny thing is, is I've been watching Vikings games with my wife. It's one of my new favorite things because she's into it. And I laugh. She has and, the jersey. Yeah, she has a jersey now, which yeah, Loki doesn't wear. But uh, she she loves watching the games, and it's my new favorite thing because she gets into it almost as much as me, and. She's like, she shows more emotion. She wears it on her sleeve during watching the game. So I love that. But watching Dobbs and the electric plays he has, like one moment you think he's getting a, getting sacked, and the next moment he's running in for a touchdown. Like it's exciting. Second, I don't know if you know this, Tyler, but he's got the second most rushing yards for a quarterback this season. They only mentioned it like four times on the broadcast. Hey, did I you know like. he's a rocket scientist? <laughs> really? I don't. His nickname is a pastor. Not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But I'm gonna shave my eyebrows off. But the best part about this is the Vikings, almost everywhere you can buy jerseys, they have Dobbs jerseys. And it's all because of the Cardinals not, not having, having Dobbs Joshua jerseys. Dobbs jerseys. So, so here's here's a scenario for you, Tyler. <laughs> Stick with me. Kirk Cousins, yes. free agent at the end of the year. If Josh Dobbs leads them to the playoffs and plays well, do they move on from Kirk and just sign Dobbs on the cheap? Yes. Yeah. They got to sign Jefferson long term, right? 18 to 25 million a year, which is really good backup money to low end starter money. I was going to say Dobbs won't even get that. I think he would. If he takes him to the playoffs right now, the, and the best like part is he gets like 10. Yeah. Because yeah. cousins, because cousins is going to He'll have know, suitors get too. 50 mil around 45 to 50. 
I mean, I heard James laugh a little, but I mean, Daniel Jones got 45, so we won't go there. Yeah, Uh, we won't go there. And Tommy DeVito lives with his parents, you know. But Kirk Cousins to the Falcons, what if all teams, what if all my teams win? That would be great. I mean, another loss for Arthur Smith. We'll get into that. But hey, maybe he's going to be out the door soon. Um, yeah, I, I really like that scenario because then you can throw a little more money thought, at Jefferson. I thought about that today. I was like, that would make a lot of sense if Dobbs plays really well for them. Like, they have Jeff- to sign Jefferson to yeah. a, uh, an all-time record deal. There's no if ands, or buts about that. He's not going to settle for the second highest wide receiver contract, let's be honest. That de- they, they can re-sign Daniil Hunter, who is having an insane year. He's, every time I see him play football, I'm like, the dude is like a chiseled god. I've I've already mentioned the story once, but hey, I met him in person and he made eye contact with me. It was the first time I soiled myself as an adult, like <laughs> legit. Which end? And, and there was one person that called him Daniel Hunter, oh, and God. I swear the guy. Hey, Daniel. Died. What the? Yeah, like he and this Daniel Hunter has a deep voice, so when he's like, "It's Daniel," like and said it to him, like he just took his soul. And he's he like, probably broke one of his ribs just took saying. his just, soul. He is a very intimidating man, but I, it, they're a very fun team, and this is right, very well, exciting. Well, we'll chop it up here in a minute, but I do have a few things to cover before we get to that part of the show. First of all, I want to welcome everyone in that is watching on YouTube or Facebook Live. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. We're here every Sunday night, usually between eight thirty and nine, to here to chop it up for an hour and then review the week. It's week 10 already. We're only a few weeks away from the fantasy playoffs. If you're in the Scott, Scott Fishbowl playoff start, what, next week? Two weeks? I it's wouldn't week. know. I'm not in it. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I don't think um, I made it. Um, I, I'm in it. I'm 540th, I think. Um, so I'll let you guys know how it goes. Like anyone cares besides me. Um, but yeah, so, so playoffs are coming. And trade deadlines are also coming up in your in your a lot of your redraft leagues, but also in some dynasty leagues as well. That you know the trade some leagues trades are open whenever some aren't. So obviously check your bylaws and to see when your trading is open until. Um, but I want to give a big shout out to Underdog, one of our valued sponsors here on the show. They've got all sorts of awesome things going on. I did a little bit of propping today. I did not win anything, unfortunately. I, I got real close. I got four out of five on one and three out of four on another. Just frustrating. I'm still waiting to hit that big one. But every week, I, I usually you know spend 5 to $10 here and there. I'm a small bets kind of guy. I'm not a big bets kind of guy. Um, but you can go on there, and you can bet all sorts of stuff on Underdog. And when you use code DHH, they'll, they'll match up to $100 right away for you. It's free money for something you're going to play anyway. If you're not as much into NFL, A, why are you listening to this? Um, but if you <laughs> like other sports other than NFL, they also have hockey, um, which is going on in the background here in my basement as well as NBA, um, lots of lots of different ways to play. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out already, check out underdog.com or download the app in the Google Play Store or the Apple iTunes Store. And once again, that is code DHH to have up to $100 matched for you right away. All right, let's get into some player news. We had some injuries. There's not a ton of injuries. It was actually a pretty light injury week this week. So Derek Carr, throwing shoulder and concussion. We saw Jameis Winston take over. Now, we've seen Derek Carr injure his shoulder earlier this year. So it'll be interesting to see if he misses any time. Jameis, obviously, you know, they were down. He was gambling a bit through a couple of picks. Across the field. That was <laughs> the Jameis experience. We all know and love it. Roller coaster, yeah. pretty much. 
But um, So we'll talk a little bit more about the Saints later. Uh, Deshaun Watson was spotted in a walking boot after the win over the Ravens, one of the very exciting 1 o'clock games. He got hurt late. Uh, it looked like killed he killed my up, parlay bet. This guy, he, he came up a little bit lame um, towards the end of the game in that one. And then Taylor Heineke left with a hamstring injure, injury. Ritter came in and almost wins the game for them. He rushed for a touchdown and rallied the troops, but it was a little, not a little too late as the Cardinals ended up winning on a last minute field goal. And then for other injuries, Michael Thomas left week 10 with a knee injury. Uh, and then someone apparently threw a and rock a at him. I heard, I don't know. Yeah. What's going and on a citation. That. He left and a citation. <laughs> yeah. So, um, karma, if you will, for Michael Thomas and then Keenan Allen left and returned with a shoulder injury. He absolutely popped off today. Um, yeah, just that was a, a fun classic. Game too. Yeah. That was a very great fun game. game. We'll talk all about it, but Keenan Allen left and returned. So he looks like he's fine. And then for running backs, a very light injury week, Alexander Madison, was ruled out with a concussion, and we saw Ty Chandler take uh, on pretty much all the running back snaps for them. We all know that Cam Akers suffered a torn Achilles last week. Um, so Alexander Madison, obviously a situation to keep an eye on, and the running back for the Minnesota Yeah, their Vikings. schedule their schedule coming up for the rest of the year is it's very easy. juicy. So Yeah, it's it's they have one of the best running back schedules the Vikings do for the rest of the way. Um, so if Alexander Madison misses time, or if Ty Chandler, who got a touchdown today, really, you know, grabs the opportunity that he has it'll be an interesting situation to watch there uh guys any comments about some of the injuries we saw this week in week 10 no uh like you said just keep an eye on the vikings injuries and i mean ty chandler looks electric he is literally shot he's shot out of a cannon but he's one of those guys that if the hole's not there he's running right into the wall so yeah yeah. Uh, i don't want to get too deep into it but um winston taking over it's just so Sky's the limit for Olave. <laughs> he actually gives Olave a chance. Hey, oh, yeah. you throw you throw a receiver that you draft in the first, first round the ball to go up and get it. It could work. Derek Carr would never throw that ball. Ever. No. no. He's dumping that off to Taysom Hill or Kamara. Oh, Taysom Hill. I'm glad yeah. he didn't have a big game this week. It's because Jameis was in. All right. Before we move on, we are going to give a shout out to Trophy Smack. Guys. If you just finished up your fantasy baseball season and you haven't got a trophy yet, go on trophysmack.com. If you're looking to be proactive instead of reactive, one of my favorite sayings is I try to be proactive instead of reactive. Go on trophysmack.com. Search for a trophy that's really going to fit your league. If you're looking to have a traveling trophy that you can use year after year, you can add you know, a new badge to it every single year. Highly recommend those. They bring a lot of, um, a lot of smack talk to the league when you have a trophy that people want. Um, and you know, it gets shipped from Minnesota to new England and probably from new England back to Minnesota, but you know, maybe New Jersey, who knows? Um, we'll see. Maybe I'll drive it to James's house if he wins. Um, hey. but they, they literally have everything for you, whether it's football, baseball, hockey, basketball, even soccer, all sorts of options. And now you can customize any trophy. So if you want to customize it for your league champion or for your league, like we have a comic book league, you know, if we had one that was custom for that with like graphics and things like you can do all sorts of stuff on trophy smack. It's absolutely awesome. And when you use code DHH ring, something else awesome is going to happen. When you get that trophy or that belt, they're going to give you a free $60 championship ring with that purchase. So make sure you check that out as well as the stuff for the losers in your league. The winners are always great, but the losers can be even more fun because you might have a punishment for them. You want to get them a fantasy loser, loser t-shirt, a toilet seat for around their head. However you want to do it, just use code DHH ring when you do for that free ring at checkout. All right, it's week 10. Do we want to start with the Germany game? Um, let, let's just do... Just get it out uh, of the way. Let's do a quick run through <laughs> Thursday. Uh, Justin Fields is 
an actual asset to the Chicago Bears, despite how much they say Tyson Tyson Badgett's it. Like, no, like this the the Bears team as a whole is better with Fields. He gives the 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 thought of a run from the quarterback, even though Badgett has shown the ability to, but he's just a special weapon, especially the deep ball. Badgett, he he tried throwing it to GJ Moore down the field, and it's like he short armed it, or he was just throwing it normal like he's, he doesn't have the arm strength fields has so next week hopefully you get fields back because their playoff schedule is not so bad either for the fantasy playoffs yeah that was um these back to back between the thursday night game and the sunday morning game oh wolf it was bad uh let's talk patriots colts obviously uh we saw the usage train for jonathan taylor finally right the ship zach moss was non-existent i know he was the second leader rusher in the nfl believe it or not going into this week which is a crazy stat because we all like pretty much was like Zach Moss. He stinks and he's been pretty good this year, but Jonathan Taylor took over the backfield. We saw a healthy target share for Michael Pittman. Josh Downs made a clutch catch at the end of the game. Um, even though he played limited snaps with his knee injury, the Patriots still lost on offense. When you're, when your best playmaker for a pass catcher is a sixth round rookie, you have problems. Mm-hmm. Um, Demario Douglas is the only guy that can make plays on that offense outside of Ramondre Stevenson. And you know what? Even Ezekiel Elliott looked really good today. I thought, yeah, Zeke he got a little looked... banged up. He got a little yeah, banged but up. Zeke, is, the game. Zeke has looked pretty good. I think Zeke finds himself a nice job next year somewhere, maybe back in Dallas with Pollard because they need some juice in that running. Yeah. Game, but we'll get there. Um, so for me, if you invested in Demario Douglas late in your rookie drafts or even picked him up as a UDFA, um, he's going to keep getting targets in this offense. They're not winning games. And they don't have anyone else that can make plays, make people miss, or get chunk gains, except for Demario Douglas. So um, it's it's bad. It's zap zappy from here on out, right? It's got to be. I mean, no. Mac has had Mac has had so no. many chances. He's been benched four times. It's I can't believe they benched him for the last drive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zappy had an opportunity. He played an he efficient looked- game up until that moment. Yeah, he threw I mean, a really bad pick. That, that's been Mac though. Mac has been oh in the red zone. Here you go. Here's a turnover. So, um, I mean, Bill O'Brien on the sideline screaming at him. That... Bill O'Brien needs to scream at himself because the offense was better last year under Matt Patricia, which everyone hated. The run yeah. game, the because the, they had one thing they could. The run, run game the was good piss. last year, but they, they also the had a decent line. Ball. Yeah, yeah, they had a good, the line this year is trash. Like, let's be honest. It's the whole great. entire team is trash. The real question is, is Bill Belichick staying? No. No. You think he's I out? Think, I, don't I think, think he is. I think, I think he he's it, out. I think he makes it through the year and they part ways. They, Kraft won't fire him, but I think Belichick will step leave. down and good. leave. Yeah. Do you, now, the real question is, Belichick is very close to the record. He's Where, like 28 wins. That's true. I mean, he's that's like three seasons on a decent team. Yeah, he's he got to go somewhere like the Chargers. It's like 15 more years in the season that they're the in. The Chargers. Right now. I don't want him to go to the Chargers because the way he runs a team, I don't want that for Herbert. Like Herbert low key is a guy that would fit very well in that system. He's very kind of. I've heard Commanders is another one. That yeah. Been rumored. Yeah. That could be uh, interesting. It will definitely, I'm just I, mad that they drafted Bailey Zappi over Sam Howell. That still pisses me off. I mean, mm. are we really going to talk about their draft process? Because Bill oh, as a GM. No, I could, I could take this whole episode and talk about their draft process. I Bill not as to. a GM is gone. <laughs> like, don't ever hire Bill Belichick as a GM. No. Don't. Cole Strange, anyone? No. 
All right, let's talk more about quarterbacks. (laughs) And let's go to CJ Stroud versus Joe Burrow. Now, this game was was electric. And CJ Stroud comes in and dominates again. He had three turnovers, though. So let's not all be like, oh, CJ Stroud, the savior. Like, he had some rookie mistakes. He does make them. But he is definitely playing within this offense and running it like a fine oiled machine. This offense is good. This offense coordinator, you better hope to God he stays because he is doing magic with Stroud right now. Um, And Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow without T Higgins again. I mean, we could talk about T Higgins and is he true? Is he a true number one? Um, But man, like the, the real question I want to ask is Joe Burrow versus CJ Stroud in dynasty. Are they much closer than we are are kind of putting off? Yeah, I I think they are, to be honest. Uh, and and it's if you look a at difference it, CJ, or so, yeah, CJ Stroud he has the youth behind him. He has a brand new head coach in D'Amico Ryan's, who has really turned this team around. Uh, use the expression from shit to sugar because they they're looking sweet, man. They they're holding it together. They're they. They said something on the broadcast today, and this is the game of the week, in my opinion. It was a pleasure to sit and watch this game. Yeah. Um, They play the most rookies in the league on their roster. And if you look at it, it's it's Tank Dell. It's Noah Brown. It's a Dalton Schultz that just came out of nowhere and seems to be doing things right. And this offensive line is young. They're going to get better. They continue to get better. I don't see and and their defense isn't the best. So it's a great recipe for success in for fantasy. And I think Stroud, the way he's throwing the ball week to week in, week out. Yeah, he fumbled twice today. One of the fumbles wasn't his fault. And the interception, they okay, he gets an interception. When's the last time he threw one? Like he's four only got weeks two ago? on the season. Yeah. Yeah, it was the second one on the season. I, I think Stroud is you're lucky if you drafted him where you picked him up. And you're going to be yeah, happy he tripled, forward. He tripled his value. He was 104 in most leagues. And yep. right now he's locked at 101. If you were For to sure. redraft any super flex, even ahead of Bijan, ahead of any, yeah. ahead of anybody. Like I, I think he's losing value of, too. We'll get into that. But I, I, uh, from, from, for me personally, I still think there's a gap between Burrow and Stroud. And I'm going to tell you why I think that. I think it's because we've seen Burrow year after year be productive. He's obviously tied with Jamar Chase. He's got, they've got that going on, which is great. You know, uh, Stroud doesn't have that guy. I mean, Tank Dell might be his version of that, but Tank Dell is not Jamar Chase. He's, you know, he's not an alpha receiver. Now, could they get that in the future? Sure. I'm always skeptical because how many times have I seen a quarterback have one, you know, maybe start off his career really well or have a really good year and then fall off with Burrow? With Burrow, I know what I'm going to get. So with Burrow, I know that he is one of the most talented passers in the league because I've seen it year after year. So for me alone, that puts Burrow ahead of Stroud for me. Um, I think Stroud, you know, obviously being younger, he could have a higher upside. But for me, it's when you're playing around in Superflex at the quarterback position, you can't, not that Stroud is a miss, don't get me wrong, but if I can secure Burrow, I'm going to do that over Stroud. I, for me, it's it's just this, not skepticism, It's I'm always a little leery of quarterbacks first time around the league. I know he's doing some great things, but we've seen this story before. And I'm always kind of skeptical that like, he's going to be the same, 
he's going to be on that same career path, you know, three, four years down the road. I'll take, I'll take the devil that I already know versus the devil that I don't. Yeah, that's fair. fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I don't mind that at all because we saw Baker Mayfield go from King to peasant pretty much <laughs> is the best way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not saying that's going to happen to Stroud, but Stroud no, is same. definitely, I would say right now Stroud's value might be the highest. It might, ever be if we're going to go super flex way because i mean if he finishes the season as rookie of the year which he will let's be honest and if he's in the mvp race which there's been a lot of the steady drum beats of like cj stroud for mvp which is like okay um you know at the end of the season if they make the playoffs and he's really good that could be the peak um of stroud i mean as of right now it's peak just like it was last week after five touchdowns like yeah, I mean he's definitely on a, a good trajectory for now. And, yes. and winning and winning on the road in Cincinnati against a good Bengals team, although they were a bit banged up, is impressive. Huge. And and I like to say Texans look really good, and that's without their third overall pick, Will Anderson, playing as many snaps as he can, should. And Nico has, Collins not in the game. Yeah. No I mean, Damian Pierce, but can we talk about Devin Singletary a bit? I don't know where the offense, like I said, the offensive line is coming together and they came together great for Devin Singletary. Today. See, yeah. I would actually say the opposite. Singletary's looked good for a while as Pierce has not looked very good for a while. And yeah. it Pierce just has been on the field in like three weeks, though. There are two actually... very different types of Singletary has a little LaShawn McCoy to his game. Um, you know, he's shifty. He's small where Pierce is more of the bruiser guy. Right. Um so I think Singletary, I mean, if you've held on to him or if you acquired him on the cheap, because everyone's like, oh, he went to Houston, like they already have Pierce there. But Singletary so far this year has looked like the way better running back. Pierce hasn't done yeah. really anything to impress me and he's been hurt. So it could be the Singletary show. He got over 20 touches today, which is rare in today's NFL that a running back gets over 20 touches. Um, so that was really encouraging. So with Devin Singletary, like if you're in a Sell win him. now situation, like Sell he's a great guy to buy. In my, you can't in my really opinion. Se- I mean, what are you going to sell him for? Is I mean, he, if I can worth- get a second for him, sure. There's no way you're getting a second for Devin Singletary. I bet someone out there that's someone might for do running it. back would pay it. I don't think Oh, it's so, a late but... second. I can pay that. I need a running back. Yeah, I can see that happening. All 100%. right. Uh, I, I, I would like to see the receipts. Fantasyreceipts.com. <laughs> 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 I don't have any it, Singletary, so I can't. All right. Let's kind of go open form for the rest of this because I'm um, – like what else you guys want to chat about for this week? Um, I want to talk about Sam Howell. Sam, yeah, dude, Sam Howell on the road in Seattle, a really tough place to play. Didn't turn the ball over that I saw. Um, one three over, touchdowns, over three hundred yards, three touches. This is the second straight week Sam Howell's been a QB one. Wide receiver one, Brian Robinson. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no I'll one saw what, that C- coming. Seattle's defense locked down the receivers. Like they McLaurin and Dotson didn't do anything. Um, but Sam Howell just he just looks good. I know we've all compared him to Baker because they're similar in stature. They move kind of herky jerky in that same way. They have very similar um, They are movements. very similar, so similar. But Sam, but here I was just talking to, to my buddy who's a commander, or used to be a commander's fan, and I was talking to him about you know, he's like, oh, I think they're rebuilding. And I go, they should rebuild around Sam Howell. Cheap rookie quarterback contract. 100%. And build around it because the kid, can, he's winning games for them. He's not making mistakes. He's playing well, even on the road. And if you invested that late third rounder or mid third rounder in super flex leagues, I have a ton of Sam Howell. Just because he was a quarterback and it was super flex. 
Did I think it was going to turn out like this? To be honest, no, I didn't. Um, I because did. he was drafted after Bailey Zappi in the draft. And for me, Howell, one of the reasons I took him is because he was going to a team that had some pretty good weapons. And in the event that he was the starter, he's got some support around him. And this should be a team that has salary cap space. And they they those weapons aren't going anywhere. McLaurin signed long-term. Dotson's still on a rookie deal. Even Diami Brown is flashing here and there. And they were college teammates, shower narrative. Um, you know, Brian Robinson's in his second year. Gibson will be a free agent at some point, but running backs are easily replaceable. We all know this. Um, so I, I just love seeing Sam Howell ball out again and being a QB one. He's just like, he's one of the most pleasant surprises of the year, um, at the quarterback position, especially because quarterback has been down this year. So Sam Howell yeah. has been, <laughs> he's been good. No, I mean, if you had a chance as a contender to give up late first for Howell, are you doing it? Because that is the price. Uh, you're not getting them for a second. I would probably pivot and go and try to get a guy like Dobbs. Mm. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, because yeah, missed we, the window we, on Sam Howell now. Especially after these last two weeks. he's yeah. He had that one really, really bad game. I forget who it was against, yeah, but it was It was awful. bad. And, it was and bad, they, bad. They were talking about that Buffalo. and how he, and how really he kind play. of was like, I can't do that. And ever since that game, he has been, he's been off the he's walls. He's been very, very good. And once again, Sam Howell, let's not forget, last year, before last year in 2020, I think it was, or 20, 2021, he was supposed to be 101. He was supposed to be the guy before his last year in college. And then he, you know, he lost a lot of weapons and then kind of had an off year, but he still used his legs in college, which we still haven't seen that upside either. So there's still more to Sam Hall's game. I love the fact of maybe having them build around him because if there's one difference between him and Baker. It is actual Howell doesn't have the years and years of making crazy mistakes to kind of make him double think about making a throw. Howell throws it. He does not care. He does not care about his body. He puts that on the line and he just he's fun. Yeah, he's. I actually texted that. I said, I said Sam Howell is fun <laughs> to my buddy, the, the Commanders fan. And I, I do want to talk. Uh, I was actually typing up the intro to this on Twitter and our X, and it was uh, DK Metcalf because he was having an awful game. Then, and then he last couple the final drive, <laughs> last couple drives, he just destroys. Um, uh, that saved his week, and Gino saved his job. I feel like with this game. But what are your guys' thoughts about this whole offense? Um, Ken Walker, once again, 3.3 yards per carry, inefficient a little bit. But, man, has that one catch for 64 yards. That's Ken Walker. He is. He's a big play extraordinaire. He's also fun. Like, that guy is super electric and fun. Uh, Zach Charbonnet gets four for 18. But, like, Jackson Smith and Jigba getting four. He started off hot. Yeah. Tyler Lockett starting off super cold as well and coming yeah. on late. So this team as a whole, I still think we really like the weapons. I mean, Jake Bobo, two for 13, right? Oh, right, Doug? You, <laughs> Will they ever use the tight end? The answer is no. No, Jake Bobo is there. I can't end. wait for Noah Fant to sign somewhere and finally be good. That's he really what is, he He's a good is, player. What's his name? What's the guy from the Lions that switched to the Steelers? Eric Ebron? Late. Yes. He <laughs> went like, to the Colts. Remember, he, he went was to the like, Colts and had yes. double-digit touchdowns. Yeah. He was a guy that was, like, super young coming out. And then right when he hit, like, 27, everybody's like, oh, we give up. 13 touchdown season. <laughs> yeah, Ebron balled out for the Colts. It was crazy. Yeah. 
That that could be no fan because I mean you watch him on the field. He is with the ball in his hand. He's electric and huge. He he's a guy that I've uh, I've traded for a couple of times in season because he's literally had some goose egg games, and he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year, I believe. So for me, it's like all right, I'm going to take a risk and get no. I got Noah Fan as a throw in in one of the deals in a tight end premium league. I felt he was a throw in, and um and for me it was like I'm just investing in him, hoping that he goes somewhere that's going to use him properly. All right. Kyler Murray, first game back. Thoughts? He looked good. I, I thought he, you you can't tell he had a knee injury. No. Yeah. He I, still I looked like a toddler agree. running around with a cell phone. <laughs> like, still, I'll never unsee a it. A tablet. The football's a tablet because he's tiny. Yeah. Like that episode of Bluey where the, the kid takes <laughs> the phone away and he's running around the house. <laughs> yeah, a little, That's um, Kyler. I, I thought Kyle looked good. This Cardinals offense was interesting because we saw Hollywood Brown. I thought he was poised to have a good game and he didn't do anything, but missed we all know a big this, pass in the end zone. We all know Trey. what the story of this game was in the passing game. Trey it was McBride. McBride. It was McBride. Not Danny McBride, but Trey. No. Not Martina McBride. Great. Trey McBride. Martina. God, so freaking good. <laughs> yeah i mean trey mcbride these last couple of weeks he's been a tight end one and it's not stopping like he he was open consistently making plays downfield he was kyler's first read a lot of the time so with no zach Ertz, you know tight end you have to wait on sometimes unless you're a sam laporta that pops in his rookie or a kincaid who's popping now we all know that tight end takes a year or two and trey mcbride is here and i don't think it's going away yeah um so for Kyler, here's a scenario. Arizona wins a couple more games. They still get that third pick. They draft Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I mean, Kyler's value goes through the roof, right? Yeah. So if that happens, and I still think they'd have money to re-sign Hollywood as a perfect number two receiver. Yeah, for I don't think Hollywood's going to get crazy money. Yeah. Yeah, I he's, mean, not, he's not a one. We, we him, They figured that out. You, you put Marvin Harrison on one side, Hollywood on the other. Perfect one-two combo. Trey McBride. Rondale and Michael Wilson. That's a nice wide receiver room. Yes. And this offense looks capable. Like that, we all were worried about it. They him. probably draft a running back. Yeah. Or sign so, one. Right now, I'd say last week was the cheapest you could get Kyler. What would you give up? I would say the Kyler? cheapest you could get him was before the season or yes. at the beginning of the season. <laughs> when everything was saying, like, he's not playing this year. Yeah, that was probably They're the They're going to hold him out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think that scenario happens because this contract is difficult to get out from under. Like we're talking like, oh, they traded Carson yeah, Wentz. No, this all is the, all the reports about about Kyler is he's recommitted himself and dedicated himself. And he's not. I heard he hasn't even picked up Call of Duty yet. I mean, because it sucks. <laughs> That's probably one thing. Like, yes. Come over to OG Fortnite, bro. That's what we need. To yeah, do. bro. Uh, so now I, I, Kyler, I think they stick with Kyler. Um I think that's probably the the smart move. Again, it's one of those things. Maybe you have an opportunity to draft Caleb Williams, but I don't know. I would rather go with a guy that's been in the building that they've committed to that they know and build around him than trade Kyler to somebody that's got to take on the contract. You're going to, you're going to get some good picks back, but I don't know. I just, that's really blowing it up. I think they probably stick with Kyler if he plays the rest of the season really well. And I thought he played well today um, considering it's his first game in over a year or just about a year. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this Cardinals team has the potential to be a lot of fun in the future. And I think that's something to really do. You know what team could use Kyler? Atlanta. The Giants. 
the Patriots. I, I know, I know, James. You want to go off on Bijan? What What are your thoughts on Bijan? I think um, we saw his ceiling today under Arthur Smith. Uh, that's the key phrase under Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. Now, how long does that last? Who knows? But mm-hmm. I do think we are kind of seeing the they're getting a new quarterback transition next year. There's 100%. no way, no way they're sitting on this. I hope well, Heineke not, went out. I Heineke went out this Daniel. game. Sorry, and uh, uh Kirk Ritter, Cousins there would be nice. Ritter's yes. not it. Heineke is not it. No. Um, they are definitely in need of a quarterback, and they they probably will go after one. And hopefully they get rid of Arthur Smith in the process. I mean, they don't have a lot of big contracts on. I mean, they have some offensive line and Grady Jackson's making a good salary, but I mean, you still have Pitts, London, and Bijan all on rookie deals. So I mean, they could they probably afford like a guy like Cousins? I would think they could probably make it work. Oh yeah, I think um, he works. He'd have a great line. In, he'd have a great line in front of him, and he's if got he's healthy, and he's got weapons already. So yeah, so I mean, that would be a great just drop and plug and plug and play. But I know it's so, not that easy. So I know Ben Johnson for the Lions is a hot name. Imagine him in Atlanta with these weapons and you plop Kirk Cousins in that offense. Who's Jared Goff esque? Whew, it could do some it's work. Maybe Jared Goff plus. Yeah, I think the main thing is that they have to get rid of Arthur Smith. And I hope and, they do that sooner rather and if than they later keep losing, for all of it's my going, Falcons. And I, and I know because uh, blank, he uh, he's really ears to the ground when it comes to this team. He is somebody that is going to listen to outside and whatever the outside says, he's going to go with the flow. I mean, happened with Mike Smith happened with Dan Quinn. It, yeah. It's probably going to happen with Arthur Smith. So let's Speak, keep our fingers speaking crossed. of, uh, of Ben Johnson, that game was the fantasy goodness game of the week with the, all mm. the fantasy points scored in that one with the, the lions uh, taking down the chargers in a, in a barn burner. We saw Amon Ross St. Brown do Amon Ross St. Brown things. Keenan Allen absolutely popping off. Jameer Gibbs, both him and Montgomery had good games. Montgomery had that long run and went over 100 yards with a touchdown. Gibbs had two. Uh, Laporta was quiet, which was surprising. I thought Laporta would have a big game this week, um, but he was pretty quiet. And um, we saw Quentin Johnson score a touchdown. What? <laughs> One yard touchdown, wide spanking open. I mean, I, the, the best part about it. The best part about it was he got off press coverage. So that's good to see. Cause I mean they were they were trying to bump. He got off of it, got wide open in the end zone and caught yeah. it. Yeah. The Lions, um, I one of my redraft leagues, I have the I have the St. Brown, Goff, and Gibbs stack. And weeks like this week, oh man, it's just so many points and I love it so much. Um, so yeah, the Lions and they're one of the teams with their schedule, um, and especially in the playoffs, is looking pretty juicy too. A lot of indoor games. So you won't have to worry about elements and things like that. So, yeah, you got to love the Lions. And, uh, you know, even in a week where it was quiet from Laporta, they're still scoring 40 points. So you love to see that. And, and if the defense is still opportunistic, it's perfect for fantasy football. Like, that's what yeah. we want. The, you know, the, we don't want a defense that shuts everyone down. We want them to keep the scoring up in games so that we get more fantasy points from the offense. So 100%. we all know Philadelphia, when they all win something, they got to grease the poles outside so nobody climbs them. What happens to the whole fantasy industry world when Staley and Arthur Smith get let go at the end of the year? They're going to have to grease poles in the streets. People are going to be so insanely happy about it because imagine the Chargers and Atlanta Falcons kind of better. 
I mean, imagine Justin Herbert with, uh, say Brock Bowers in this draft class. Woo. Yes, please. Imagine the Falcons with a quarterback. Like those are probably the two most coaching coaches that we all want to see let go at the end of the year. Am I right? Yeah, no, and, I, and I agree Bill. with that. And Bill. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, the fantasy purposes for that, it, who cares? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, that hasn't back, mattered To bring it back years. to fantasy, and I, I wanted to bring this up before we uh, get out this Lions-Chargers game. Like, David Montgomery, he's he's a sell right now. Am I wrong? I, he's there for another year. So so what, what, so first-round pick? The, I don't yeah. think you're – I don't think you – I mean, if – what was the other player that you oh Howell? What was the other player that you said a second round pick? Singletary. Um Singletary. Yeah. I mean I would have Montgomery way above Singletary. I think I think Montgomery, the way he's played, would have to get a early second, late first. That's With probably the, the involvement range. of Jameer Gibbs today in a game that they had to put up points, they both were able to do so. But Jameer Gibbs usage, I mean, it, it raises the eyebrow to say, like, David Montgomery, this is your last chance to actually get paid off return on investment because it can it can change at the at the blink of an eye if he gets hurt. I do want to mention contract. one thing. Jameson Williams. Now, we've all been kind of hard on him all year. Everybody has had a good block today. Yes. Yes. He also ran in the wrong direction on a play. He was running, and I'm like, just run to the right, and you would have been gotten more yards, but he ran right into a guy. I'm like, where is your vision? So he, on that big run, stopped for a second, and then, like, he's, like, he's like had his hands on another defender and looked at Montgomery behind him, probably five yards, and was like, oh, crap. Like, he knew he was going to be. Montgomery pointed ahead. He was like, you, over here. You skinny, skinny boy. Jameson Williams took off to run in front of him like he another like that burst we saw in alabama i was like oh damn there's that speed but it was he's like if i don't block this guy i'm i'm not getting much playing time but he did he came out with a block and he is actually a big reason why montgomery ran 75 yards so yeah that is something good to see if you want to take something positive from jameson williams for owners he blocked and uh the offensive coordinator ben johnson said hey you block you get the rock so yeah, maybe still, better still, days uh, come. We're still long, long ways off before Jameson Williams break out. I, I don't see it happening this year. The Detroit, Detroit's probably regretting passing on some of the receivers they did to Bury. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but that was a that was a very very fun game. Um, what was I just I just lost my train of thought. I was just thinking about something. I wanted right. to talk a, a little. Bit. <laughs> huh. Well, Ooh. we can talk about the Niners game. Nice bounce back for Brock Purdy today after their bye week. Everyone was down on. Remember, everyone was down on Brock. Are they? I tried board? buying him. I tried. Smart. I mean, everyone yeah. was down on Brock. He bounces back huge with three touchdowns after the bye. Pretty how much bad is Christian McCaffrey game. not scoring a touchdown? God, how they bad could, they is couldn't he? couldn't even force him to how get a touchdown him. at the end. Bastards. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Tyler, I shared a, a, a stat with you earlier this week. It was a side-by-side yeah. comparison of Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. Um, news alert, there's not much of a difference when it comes numbers-wise. Mac started his career. His rookie year was really good, and then he's tailed off. Trevor had a bad rookie year, and he's gotten better. But when you look at the two of them together, touchdowns, picks, completion percentage, yardage, it's all pretty close. And I think that you know we t- we've talked about it is Trevor Lawrence – you know, the generational QB prospect that came out in the draft, struggled no. at first, got good, 
made the playoffs, played awesome in that big comeback win. But this year, mediocre. So what he did today is like we're giving Bryce Young a hard time. It's Bryce Young esque today, and I get bad. it's a hard. I get it's a hard defense. But if we're gonna give Bryce Young a hard that time, that defense for was year getting one, lit up through the air pre bye yeah. week. Yeah, I mean, who who did the 49ers lose to? They lost to the Vikings and yep. Kirk Cousins. Uh, who they lose to before the bye week? Was someone lose the... to the cart? No, they didn't lose. Oh, I man. can't remember. It was someone not that great, though. I thought. Yeah, uh, they list. lost to Cleveland, Minnesota, and Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because Burrow ate him up through the air in that game. Cleveland was PJ mm-hmm. Walker. Yeah. So let's not forget about that. Um, yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, like I said, if we're going to get Bryce Young year one in what I think is as bad offense as um, what Trevor Lawrence has his rookie year, I don't think Frank Reich has a good offense. It is slower than a turtle. They can't move the fucking ball. It's it's bad. Like I I watched JT O'Sullivan's quarterback quarterback school. And he was even like, what are they running here? Like he even stated, because he's an older quarterback. He's like, they're running offenses from 2004 when I played. Like this is the offense they're playing. <laughs> and that's Frank Reich for you. He has proven he's a bad coach. So hopefully he's gone to in the pile of bad quarter or bad coaches. But Yeah, he'll, I think he's going to be one and done. They're not afraid to move on from a bad. Oh, no. I mean, look what they did with the rule. Like they owed him a bajillion dollars. I mean, not Jimbo Fisher type of owed money, but like, yeah, uh, they owed him a bag. So walking away from Frank Reich won't be a problem. That owner is absolutely loaded on that team. Yeah. Tre- Trevor Lawrence is an interesting subject right now when it comes to dynasty because his price so is Calvin Ridley. I mean, if you didn't get out yeah. after a week, Christian Kirk and Etienne are the only consistent. I mean, while well, Ingram has been okay. And, and I'm glad you brought that up about the consistency of Travis Etienne. Uh, we didn't see it here and the no. whole team struggled because of it. And so Trevor Lawrence struggled because of it, except for Christian Kirk this, who had a fumble, but he had a good day. This otherwise. offense operates off of the run game, act, activating the play action. And it just doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen, they're losing the game. Their offensive line was dominated. Joey uh, Nick Bosa was in the backfield a lot. Chase Young, yeah, those, I mean those two together is going to be deadly. It's it's ridiculous. Um, one good note: Debo Samuel came back to life today, yeah. caught a touchdown. That's something to look at. Um, I, I, I wanted to make a note of Ayuk, uh, who's who had a nice game. He had three for like fifty-five and a touchdown. He's a guy that I I don't mind paying the price for him right now because I don't he think he's going. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be back with the team next year um, because of the way that everything's kind of laid out on that team salary wise. And Ayuk is a dog, and I think he's a number one on another team. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and this 49ers team is nothing without Trent Williams. That's what I learned. <laughs> Trent Williams is the person pretty much spinning that wheel with this offense because when he's gone purdy can't get time and when purdy doesn't get time it ain't purdy oh i see what you did there um aaron Rodgers reports that his return from achilles goal is to be back by mid-december mid-december after his ayahuasca after his ayahuasca and darker retreat (laughs) (laughs) at the same time ayahuasca and a dark retreat at the same damn time can you imagine? Oh, man. oh my god! <laughs> we'll see if that happens. I, I have a question for you guys. So right now, Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind. His last uh, four uh, games, he's mind. been on average, I think, the QB three um, over the last month. 
Are you guys um are you guys buying that or are you like nah? Their schedule is super cake. Like it's Until... been very easy. Yeah, right now it is, but I'm not sure it's going to be going down the stretch. You know what I think, think it is? Do we think Dak's a little over his skis right now? I think he might be. Yes, I think a lot of it is CD playing on another level. And CD I also think a lot of it is Pollard game. not doing dick. Yeah, yeah Pollard I think has he's proven forced he's... to throw the ball more. Yeah, Pollard ain't a solo back. He needs somebody there to take carries with him. Rico and... Dowdle, who had a nice game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they need that big guy. You know, somebody that can just ground upon like a Gus Edwards. <laughs> something like that and then he could be the keaton mitchell i mean pollard would kill yeah. to have Ke- keaton mitchell stats right now or zeke <laughs> yeah or barkley no <laughs> yeah i thought they were going to be in the market for running back in the trade, but obviously they weren't james but... would be crying if barkley went yeah. to C- the cowboys lamb... no i wouldn't no yeah. i wouldn't cd lamb is on an absolute another level uh recently he's just been playing out of his mind and yeah. you know he's he's what your wide receiver three in dynasty if i'm guessing Oh, I think he's locked at wide receiver three. Him or AJ Brown. Do you think he can? Do you think by the end of the year, do you think there's conversations that he is above Chase? I bet people will talk about it. Because I mean, Chase, Chase has been Chase has had some blow up games, but he's also had some duds. CD's been rock solid all season long. Like his floor is like six for seventy five. I feel Chase. I think next year is when we see him go nuclear. When they don't have T Higgins. Yeah. They have to hyper target him. Yeah. I think, I think chase gets 10 plus targets game next season. So if we're going to go that route, chase might be an actual buy high right now, because in my opinion, that is what they're going to focus on next season. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, let's talk about Keith Mitchell a little bit. This Ravens backfield. I know JK Dobbins, Achilles might come back with Rogers. Who knows? But Keith Mitchell, he went three for 34 in a touchdown. Explosive athlete guy. You know, he had one for 32 in the receiving game. Yep. Is he a startable piece right now? Low end flex. Yeah. Oh, only because the Based running back the position is so, is so bad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to me, he's like, uh, he's like Jalen Warren for me. Like Jalen Warren is now like in conversation to be a flex, them. to be a flex every week because he's, he's I productive with think- his touches. I still think Jalen Warren is one of the like ultimate buys because me personally, I think Jalen Warren could turn into an Austin Eckler esque type player in the future. Yeah, I mean he's out. He's I mean Najee had a nice game today. I'm not gonna lie, but Jalen Warren is just has the offense looks different when the ball's in his hands and he's on the field. Yeah, point and point. I agree. I think Najee's looked the best he's looked in the probably yeah, the past he had, he year. Had a nice, he, he had a nice game today. So I'm not going to take yeah. that. I know a lot of people hate Najee Harris. I don't hate him. I just think he's he's not sexy, right? He's 15 touches for 75 yards, and you hope you get a touchdown. And at running back, that's an RB2 every week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last thing about this game, because it, it's, it was gross. It was a game that started off, everybody was crap in their drawers. Like, it was gross to watch. A.J. Dillon even had a good game. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Is there A.J. Dillon yeah. game? James. So did Jaden Reed. Hey. Um. Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett. Who would you rather have in Dynasty? Jordan Love. I, I'm Donald. Sam Pickett. Howell. Well, Pickett, obviously. his throwing motion. How does he get any oomph from his throws? Pickett, like, he, the first half Kenny Pickett is bad. Like yeah. every first half stat line for Kenny Pickett is like 6 of 13 for 54 yards. And then, then he picks it up in the second half. 
But I would much rather have Jordan Love. He looks more like a natural quarterback to me. Kenny Pickett just nah. Jordan Love's throw. Pickett's to got better Reed. weapons. Yeah, Jordan Love's throw to Reed that touchdown was spot on. Dropped it yeah. into a bucket. It was beautiful. So that is what Jordan Love can do. I personally don't think Pickett would ever make that throw because it wouldn't get there. I think, I think <laughs> you're going to have highs and lows with Jordan Love that you're going to, it's going to be a hate love relationship. See what I did there. Um, but I, I think Kenny Pickett, um, like we were talking pre-show, like I got rid of Kenny Pickett early and, I, and I'm not regretting it. Me too. No regrets. I, I had three shares and I sold all three. I didn't have anybody to begin with. Oh no, I have I have one. He's my quarterback, like four on a superflex roster. So and you know Christian what? Love. I think you I think you'll be able to do that with Jordan Love next season. Christian Watson, viable targets, quarterback, two catches. <laughs> He'll be twenty five next season already. Christian Watson. I, I, the only the only pass catchers I'm investing in is Reed and Musgrave. I'm not even a big Dobbs guy. Like he's he's way too all over he's the a, map. He's Reed. a red he's a red zone guy. Yeah, Reed and Musgrave and log out for Packers pass catchers. Yeah, this Packers team, I feel like in the next two years could look very different. They already do. It's just going to continue to change. Yeah, that is very they could be in the market. They could be a market for uh, a quarterback, too, in this draft, but they'll probably draft a defensive player super high. What did you guys think of Will Levis today in his second start? He looked shaky. Really good Tampa Bay uh, pass rush. I mean, mm-hmm. when you got Vita Vey, a 400-pound man, run after you with his yeah. arms up, I would crap myself, too. They couldn't um, get the but, run game going. Um, Tashi Spears looked really nice in the receiving game, though. He, and if he that's going to continue <laughs> with Will Levis dumping down to him, I am on board with Tajay Spears. Apparently, Will, Will Mike... Levis's favorite target is Kyle Phillips. <laughs> it's Kyle Wilson Phillips. Oh, so so what you're saying is he's not a hold buy or on. sell. He's a hold on. Yes. Hold on for one for more one day. More at day. Least. Just one more day. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, trade him tonight. My my best. The best thing about Will Levis is he's getting Chig involved, which Ryan Tannehill never did for some reason. He's he's throwing the ball to the slot. And I still God just would love for Traylon Burks to not get hurt because I still think Traylon Burks in this offense with his arm could be something. He's a super buy low. What, what do you have to give up for Burks now? Like a, a second. late second? Yeah. And I would. I would I would rush to the damn office and we don't slide have that the news in. yet. I mean, he got hurt with like, it was like a spinal injury last week, wasn't it? Concu- it was a concussion. It, it was, was a concussion. It was a concussy. Yeah. I mean, it he he turned a little bit, but the second he hit the hit the field, like it was a lot of force on the back of the head. So he's missing time with Will Levis. He's going to have a, a very, very down season after a down season last year. Yeah, I, I say Traylon Burks is definitely a, a buy low. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's rare because, I mean, you two are big on the the big guys that just have athleticism, but they have poor stats. You guys are kind as of... As long as you didn't go to Baylor, I don't have a problem. <laughs> Baylor or TCU. Or TCU. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Davis for the for the Chargers, though, the other TCU receiver they have. I, Darius. Is very, yeah, very intriguing because he's a different type of player than Quentin Johnson, somebody that relies on speed. And it reminds me of Douglas from the from the Patriots. They are very similar, and I always get them mixed up. <laughs> Demario Davis Douglas. Douglas Davis. Yes. Douglas Davis Jr. Like I, I did you guys see the catch that Trey Palmer had? That dude is like a He's small good. dude that can high point the ball. Thank I, you for bringing him up. 
because he, he is the future of the Buccaneers. I think if you see Mike Evans not resign and Godwin's the one, and Godwin then a guy is. like a guy like Trey Palmer elevates in the depth chart. Now Tampa, they may draft somebody, they may sign someone, whatever, whatever. But I think Trey Palmer is a player in this league, and uh, I like what I've seen so far from him. His competitiveness for a smaller receiver reminded me of um, like Josh Downs at North Carolina. Like he was smaller, but he would high point the ball. He would fight for it. He had his good hands. Um, so yeah, I like what I've seen so far out of Trey Palmer. So that's a guy yeah. that I would love to try to get in as a throw in and some deals. That is a guy that I have been on for a while. He five-star guy, LSU. Let's not forget that he played with them very, you know, Boote booty was the guy was there. Today. So he transferred, he transferred out because they had a ton of weapons there, went to Nebraska for a year and was their leading receiver. Like mm-hmm. if somebody that's a five-star transfers to a new college and that exact year, they, they burst out and they do well. That's eye-opening. Like that's something you got to keep your eye on. Uh, a fifth-round pick or a sixth-round pick, can't remember, but he wasn't the undrafted guy. So he he was definitely spotted and drafted. He was one of the so fastest. He ran what, like a four-three four, change, three-one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He was fast. Yeah, he he's fast. And Rashad White is not. If you saw his <laughs> touchdown run, I think he's still running it. I, hey, but I, you was, know what? No matter how you besmirch Rashad White, he's averaging like a hundred yards a game from scrimmage over the last month. So that's saying something. How this how this guy ran a four four in the combine is beyond me because he did not look like a four four guy. Maybe he just added some bulk once he got to the NFL that to handle the workload. You know, running any linebackers in front of him trying to slow him down. Do you guys think Jerome Ford is the running back of the future for the Browns? I really like. I've always liked Jerome yes. Ford since the Cincinnati days. So I think. I mean, if you got Chubb coming back from that injury, Hunt is there for a one-year deal. I mean, I see Chubb will be back, but it, if he's not in ready, what in what fashion, and that's and that's something right. that I, I think, think there'll Jerome be a one-two Ford punch with Ford, with Ford getting the majority of the touches, unless Chubb is like an android, like Adrian Peterson, which is in the be. realm of yes, outcomes. <laughs> it's a possibility. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's at least a split next year, and then maybe even with more Ford than Chubb is how I see it early. I mean, we who knows, but like that's kind of what my gut tells me. So, All right. And yeah. I still, despite you guys not thinking it probably, Deshaun Watson made some plays today. I still don't buy it, but yeah, he, made, he did make he, some plays. He did. He, he has a little Jameis in him lately where it's like he's making dumb mistakes. He did that in Houston. Don't forget, he did that in Houston. He ran he the ball a little bit plays. more today. He looked like he was in command of the offense a little bit better. I will give him that. He beat a really first good half, Ravens team on the first road. First half, he was really stale, and it, this game, it killed my parlay. He started off I had awful. the Ravens yeah. money line, easy win. He was like 0-6 with a pick or something like that. To be yeah. Confused. I was like, here we go. He Just wound up getting Njoku involved. He wound up getting Amari Cooper involved. A couple deep shots of Cedric Tillman. Keep an eye Cedric out. Cedric Tillman start was involved. You know, I do want to here we I go. do want to say the more and more the Browns you see Stefanski's offense doing this all the run game not much explosive plays in the from the quarterback maybe it's the the coach maybe it's the offensive scheme because in Minnesota is the same thing run game run game run game no explosiveness from that offense so um well, yeah I think I, they were they were mainly you know their explosiveness was the Nick Chubb scenario which you know that goes out the window the moment nick chubb leaves the field but now i think they're they're, i think it's yeah i think it's it's a a culmination of things going on in that in that franchise that they're not they're trying to rewrite the game plan on a week-to-week basis and i think deshaun watson 
as as much as he is has a great physicality i don't think he has the football smarts that everybody gives him credit for um and it shows with the More mistakes the field field. smarts um well yeah, yeah that, those, I, those don't exist i i if people are going to hate it but i still think watson is cheaper than what his value actually is in Superflex because he's playing bad and he's posting quarterback one weeks oh and i looked it up trey palmer you can get him for a, a late second early third Early yeah, third, I'm doing all day. Yeah. Early third, it's I'm doing all day. In Superflex, I would think about yeah. it at late second because, I mean, this tight end class might be there. another good one. Yeah. I mean, mm. we had three tight ends at the end of the second this year with uh, Porta, Musgrave, and who's the other one? Mayor. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. We will we'll have to see on that. Anything else you guys want to hit on? Um, went over the Viking Saints, talked about that. Uh, we, we all want Jameis to start, right? My wife just, was even just, asking, "Is Jonathan Taylor a, a sell high?" No, he always is. <laughs> always I mean, well, he's a running back, so yes. Um, um, Jameis, my wife. Uh, last thing, my wife asked. She goes, "Wow, uh, he, he played a lot better than the starting quarterback." I said, "Well, the the same starting quarterback is kind of a little bit of a baby, a little drama." He really, and is, I said, yeah. "Everybody loves Jameis because he's just fun." He's kind of goofy, weird, Corny. but I'm like, and I'm like, but he's fun to watch because he just doesn't care. He just yeah. throws it up and he lets the player make some play. Yolo. Yeah. Yep. And Hey, this offense, they were doing nothing. I watched this whole game. They did nothing with Karin. And then the second car gets hurt. They, they start scoring points. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause they were they down. They don't big. like car. They don't. That's Olave does not like car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that car has crashed. That you could tell their relationship is not good. Good. Let Olave go to another team. That ain't happening. No, that probably happened. No, I think that's all I got. I did want to give a shout out to our last but not least sponsor, Manscaped. The best grooming product in the game, whether you're shaving your beard on your face, whether you're shaving your beard down below, Manscaped has all the right products. And right now, when you use code DHH on manscaped.com, you'll save 20%. You'll get the lawnmower 4.0. It's a breeze. It's not going to nick you up. It's not going to cut you. You won't bleed. I'm telling you, it's an awesome, awesome product. You got nose and ear trimmer. You got all the stuff to make you smell good, feel good. The whole nine on manscaped.com. So check it out. Use code DHH and save that 20%. Over 4 million units sold. It's a proven product. Don't take my word for it. Just look at the stats, right? <laughs> Just check the sheet. The stats be making making it happen. But I think that's going to wrap analytics. us up. Yeah, the, check the, the analytics. <laughs> the manalytics. I like that. It's pretty good. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up this week for DHH. But before we go, check out Dynasty Nerds. They got a lot of exciting things going on over there, and you can subscribe to them and save 15% with code DHH as well. Whether you're looking for an extra pod episode, some film room, all sorts of fun stuff by Rich and the team over at Dynasty Nerds. And if you're in the mood for a, you know, a toque or a sweatshirt or something new for your wardrobe, go on to Verdian Global. Check out Dynasty Happy Hour. We got some cool stuff over there as well. And if you take a picture of yourself rocking our merch, we'll put you in a contest to win a swatch of Tyler's hair. Yes. Maybe Shaved off by Manscaped. Yeah, we'll make Tyler <laughs> shave his beard and then that. put it in a baggie and send it to you. I actually have been girlish. told I can't shave my beard. My wife likes it. So I I've, can't I've shave. Thinking. I have the strap, but I, no, I don't. Because she can make fun of you that you have the gray spots on it. Is that why? Uh, it's called Salt and Cayenne, James. Salt and Cayenne? <laughs> You're, it's like seasoning salt? How about that? Yes. Little yeah, seasoning salt. salt. A little Lowry's. I got the salt. Little Lowry's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I love it. 
All right, boys. Well, that wraps us up. I've been your host, Doug Eddy, here with James Kreese and Tyler Gumpener. We will see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.